Uh, number 10 because oh what's happened there still left it was no, okay it was meant to be let's three. start again let's start again <laughs> CFA way oh god I can hear myself CFA way I'm on the now yeah <laughs> it was meant to be uh, number 11 because we did uh, a Devil Unders podcast last uh, a couple of weeks ago but uh, as you can probably tell our uh. audio is a bit off, and, off here and there so we're going to redo that one for you guys uh, so now what was 11 is now number 10 and um, it's all about accessory work and why accessory work is important um, for doing things like CrossFit or just in general in fitness and life. Um, because I know a lot of the times accessory work is very boring. People don't want to do it. It's a bit tedious. It's not, as, yeah, it's not as fun as all the other stuff. But it is just as important to do as the big lifts, compound movements as well. Um, so, guys, I know we had a bit of a break off as well because depending on how into CrossFit you are. You may not not be aware, but there was a bit of an implosion of CrossFit this last couple of weeks, and I don't think any of us really fancied... Well, we're no. not really in great spirits, we, were we? We were on a break with CrossFit for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wasn't. I'm... <laughs> <This guy. laughs> uh, yeah, we, uh, so yeah, now it's in a better place. We've got new ownership, um, hopefully new, new guidance, so that's good. So we're in better spirits about... Or CrossFit in general. So we're back. We're back. Yeah. Um, we didn't really go anywhere, really. We just no. No. But I think we just had time off. Yeah. Yeah. Got a mental break. Um, just a lot been going on. They're still in lockdown and stuff, so we're just having a little bit of a yeah. Focus on other things, other projects. <laughs> yeah. We have been uh, revamping the box a little bit. Um, oh, it's been a bit too loud. Um, and just making the box as nice as possible for when we can open the doors. Come on, buzzer. Let us open the bloody doors um, <laughs> and uh, yeah so guys accessory work how often would you say you do accessory work per week well depends really um, you've got your compound lifts don't you mm-hmm. and then you've got your stuff that you do after so probably you do it more than me you two because you do a lot more Olympic lifting than me um, but it's not to say it would... doesn't have to be for Olympic lifting though does it no 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 no, not all, but when you do your Olympic lifts, you would then do your accessory work, then with it, which would complement what you are doing. Yeah. Um, usually, the rule of thumb is you would start with your compound lifts, your big movement, big muscle groups, and then you would then go into your accessory works thereafter. Yeah. Um, so, like, for example, yesterday we did leg day, the majority of the stuff we were doing. Again, it could be, you could do what's called pre-exhaust which would then you would kind of do your littler movements and your smaller muscle groups then to exhaust that then when we do the compound lifts there's a different element of training that goes on um but rule of thumb is you would you would do your main body which would be maybe your snatch or something and then you would then do your pulls or your behind the neck presses or you would do your uh, snatch grip deadlifts something that then is going to aid in one of the one of the movement one of the parts of the movement that you're weak at yeah yeah, I get that. Yeah. Sure. What about you, Ryan? Do you do much of the health and safety accessory work every session? Once a week? Never? Uh, I'd say pretty much near enough every session. Yeah. Uh, uh, to a degree, depending on what it is. Uh, I'd probably say about three times a week you I'd say is this like solid three times a week. And sometimes it might be more. I always see um, you doing stuff like 
do a lot of, like midline work, don't you? Or yeah, I do a lot of midline, a lot of the, uh, yeah, that's mainly my accessory stuff is like midline, so core, um, glutes, hamstrings, um, stuff that we kind of use mainly in the big compound lifts, um, that midline, because uh, like you guys know, bigger bigger the uh, midline, the stronger it is, the more Quarter more solid you're going to be. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, there's obviously there's obviously more there's obviously more things you can do, but yeah, I probably say around about three three times a week. Yeah, that's cool. That's probably something yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, it, is, it is horrible to do. It's boring, but again, you've got to. For me, I just always think the little things create the bigger picture. So if I if yeah. I feel that I'm for me it's it's mainly mainly I see my my when I do my midline stuff is where I do my squats. So if I feel that I get crushed in the bottom of a squat, yeah. it's like oh, well, my midline my mid yeah, my midline's not strong enough yet. Yeah. So you know I mean I, I struggle. So when I do a lot of midline stuff I can feel yeah the benefit the benefit of that. Yeah, so I wouldn't go into a bit in a bit, but I think yeah, doing core and stuff like that's really important because it, it, like, it helps so many things. Put it into perspective, like if you were a 5k runner and you just do 5k runs, you get to a peak and a limit where you can't do anymore. You know, how do you then get better at things? You know what I mean? You would then do some sprint work, which would then be seen as accessory work for yeah. someone that's a long distance runner, or you would do some interval training. Um, it's the same with what we do. How would you generally get better at your deadlift if you just keep on deadlifting? You yeah. would need to do accessory work. Like you would need to do your, uh, maybe some of your stiff deadlifts, some bent over row stuff that's going to yeah. then try and increase strength in your back and your uh, hamstrings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you you know, you've, you've got to think it in that way. You can't just keep doing the same lift over and over again and then sort of, in, you know, ha- like you get to a limit with your squat, with your squat clean. You get to a point where you can only clean what you can physically front squat. Then mm-hmm. in theory, you would then think, okay, well, to increase my squat clean, I would need to front squat a lot more. Well, that's good. that brings yeah. me to my it's good because like it's important. So usually, so I've got a um, definition of things of like accessory work and what's important. So usually, your body will always jumping resort to using your larger muscle groups, and then therefore that if you just always just do those big compound movements, you'll not always, but you can have an, have a chance of having um, developed smaller muscles. That's this muscle one. Look around. at this, eh? <laughs> And then, uh, so that, and therefore, that will limit your potential, increases more stress in your joints, and it also can create uh, imbalances or injuries. So, doing which a work, lot of people do have muscular yeah. imbalances, and that's where unilateral work would come in, which would be like one of. Uh, we'll carry on later when I talk about my favourites, my faves. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think people, like, people, a lot of the time you see people doing excessive work because they have an in, already have an injury and they're like, oh, now I've got to do rehab on this shoulder, this part of my leg or something. But it realise doing accessory work is to help prevent injury as well. You, 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 should do, you should do it before you get hurt. So cause that will help you to not get hurt in the long run. Um, and not relying on just using your quads, just using your like your biceps, your traps, you ought to use these all smaller muscle groups that you don't really incorporate when yeah. you're not thinking about it. So yeah, I think it's really important. And then like these um, type of movements that you just said, like I think sometimes gets lost with some people because then, like for instance, if someone does a bent over row, they're like, "All right, I'll go and get like I'll keep building weight up and I get super heavy." Mm-hmm. And again, that's sometimes not always the case of like lifting heavy with accessory stuff. It's just about stimulating that muscle and getting 
you know, getting the full range in that muscle. And when you start adding weight, you start losing that full range. Um, you start like shifting your yeah body you start shifting onto one side you start recruiting other muscles that you don't need you're not focusing on that specific goal, specific goal that you're working towards um, and yeah. so i think with accessory stuff yeah it's not nice it needs to stay light for, for most parts um, and i think that's why people don't really tend to like it because they? of yeah. just like you've got to use like plates so you've got to use like five ten kilos yeah. it's, but it's them stuff and that are gonna like you said, it's gonna help them in balances. It's gonna for anything. I always look at like bodybuilding. Like for them, they look at their individual muscle uh, gr- groups and individual muscles in in whatever they're looking at their leg. And they target each individual muscle uh, to obviously define it to make it look better for their Get show. Pumped. Yeah, exactly, and that's how we should as well. E- even in CrossFit or in the sport of CrossFit, it's the same. Like you wanna you wanna look at each muscle is like right it's its own individual they say looking like oh i'm just gonna go and do a front or back squat uh, that's hit my legs but then you could go right i can do so much more to get a, yeah. b- a bigger picture of my front and back squat same with shoulders and so on like yeah. i i love the body bodybuilding side of it and all the little accessory stuff to go with it yeah, for sure. Um, uh, what's to say, though, yeah, to bring us on another point I have here, it's accessory works are important. You need to focus on the quality of movement. Yeah. Just not like you're not maxing out your bent over rows most of the time. You just want to just focus on engaging all those smaller muscle groups, feel that the quality of the movement, not just like you said before, picking the heaviest dumbbell you can and just you're like literally just swinging it just to try and get it up towards your chest. It's not really that's completely missing the whole point mm-hmm. of it. Um, no, yeah, I uh, definitely agree. Um, I've lost what my next point was to make before you're going to say anything. We'll move on to what your favourite accessory work is if you want, mate. Yeah, I can do. Uh, anything unilateral for me, I think, uh, for me personally, because I've got a uh, very undeveloped glute on the left-hand side, I would say that anything unilateral on the legs, single leg, Bulgarian split squats, pistols, as you know very well that I'm more flat, um, those movements that I would then deem be important but again i've got i've got an imbalance in my shoulder as well so you know i think i think anything for me single arm or single leg is a goer for me oh yeah imbalances on the same side or opposite yeah same side same side okay do you know where it's from yeah okay. do you want me to elaborate yeah no 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 uh when i played football i went over on my ankle and my shoulder so some, some big huge guy fell on me and I fell and this, like, this was called, I've got what's called a, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but basically my shoulder went inside down. And when I was younger, the cartilage grew a little lump in my trap, my trap area. So I've got like this little, like, like heightened bit of cartilage here. And every time I rotate my shoulder down like this, it would pop out, so I'd have a shoulder pop, my shoulder pop out and again. But from doing CrossFit and cheers, um, ex- yeah, cheers, accessory work, I don't get the popping anymore. And I think as well because I'm a little bit older. But um, and then the next one was I was playing football uh, as a kid, a bit naive. Started playing continuously, playing on an injured ankle, and then it got progressively worse because everyone kept going through it, and I wasn't letting it rest. And as you know, once you once you sprain an ankle, it's really hard to get it back to its yeah. former form. So what happened then, it then started moving up to my hip. I get really tight hips. After about, when I do a 10K run, after about 7K, it starts 
starts aching a little bit. So, um, yeah, all down the left-hand side. Cheers, United. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was going to say as well, in, in our, as I said before, we do, we're quite, we do a fair amount of accessory work in the classes now because with obviously being out, outdoor sessions, we don't have time to like do like three rep maxes of something with barbells because we're not, we're not using barbells at the moment. So it's a good chance at the moment to do yeah. a lot of like unilateral core accessory work before the class and then and think about and like educate our members about what different things they can do to strengthen different parts of the body as well. So you said, Brian, do you, uh, are you going to say caught the floor or what's your like the go-to? Um, and you're doing the comp train stuff, but still, it's like if you're programming for other people as well. I like a lot of resistant bands mm-hmm. for, um, for accessory stuff, especially in the CrossFit uh, world. Well, it's not in every CrossFit box foot. I'm going to say in the CrossFit world just due to that not a lot of us have but the majority of us don't have cables, and like just to do your type of bodybuilding type stuff. So any, I'm more like, because I've come from that type of training, like bodybuilding type, where you're looking at individual muscles to try and develop them, and any type of like upper body, lower body, like just individually trying to target um, that specific muscle to grow the whole muscle is something that I, that I really like, like any accessory stuff. A core, it's not, it's not my strongest, it's my weakest, but it's something, again, I know it's my weakest. So I, I, for me, myself, I work on it, but again, knowing for myself it's a weak point, again, knowing that it's a weak point for a lot of people, I think core is probably that core midline, so like your hamstrings, glutes, your midline, um, anything to pretty much do from the shoulders to your knees, pretty much is kind of good, like to kind of try and, because you, because they're, they're the bit, one of the, well, most of the biggest muscle groups, um, you can kind of overdo them a lot. So you can do a bigger, like a main compound lift with an accessory. Uh, with like shoulders, if you do more of a compound lift and then do more accessory stuff, you're going to probably be fatigued a little bit more because they're more of a smaller muscle group. Uh, yeah. So if you are going to do accessory, I'd stay with more of the midline type stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And because you can pretty much plow quite a lot through your midline. Until it, up, yeah. until it can kind of, it can it can take a lot of hit with like if you look at bicep curls or um, push ups and stuff like that you know what I mean there's only so much you can put yourself through before it just starts to starts to um, to drop off um, yeah. but yeah I'd say anything midlining and, and stuff like that. and just finding your weaknesses I think that's the yeah. the main yeah. thing that a lot that lines in like if you if you know right. If we go like Olympic lifts from before, if you know your squat clean starting to um, struggle, then you look at it and you look at your form. Yeah. If your form's pretty good, and um, then you just go, right, well, it must be my front squat. You know what I mean, got to work on areas. And then when you just open up, yeah. when you open up the front squat, again, it's just not front squats. You've got so many like dead, dead stop front squats. I mean, you've got yeah. tempo stuff. These are all accessory stuff. Like, so many things. Yeah, yeah they're, they're accessory stuff to that main lift. So there's. Yeah. It's just like so. Is when you talk about accessory stuff, there's endless. There's, there's, there's not just one thing does everything. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's yeah, there's, there's there's so so much you can do. I think people really do overlook it a lot. Massively oh, yeah. a lot. Well, yeah, because people see it as slow and boring and tedious. No one wants to do that extra little bit, do they? Yeah. To, it's not. It's not as like exciting as oh, I've snatched ninety kilos. Something like yeah, that. I think. Oh, yeah. 
because people a lot of people do come for again for mental health and stuff like that and they want to feel good you know what i mean if they do a big lift or a heavy lift they want to feel good and you don't particularly you don't really feel good after an accessory session do you know what i mean i, I do i'm like oh i'm yeah. after so like, yeah. yeah but from my from from that to a like a one rep max back squat you know what i mean you don't get yeah, that okay, you don't yeah, get that right. feeling and um, yeah. so i think that's why people really put it off i think accessory stuff is more of a well mainly gets used in the sport yeah. in, the, in the sport aspect of it the more of the general yeah. population but the the general population is probably where they need it more because like yeah. you oh, said yeah. they've got this imba- imbalances they've got probably knee injuries shoulder injuries and stuff like that that do you want to stop and prevent from I think as well in relation to what Ryan's just touched on there with people coming in from regular life how I break down and analyse people is when they walk through a door I kind of get a gist of what they do as a job, what they're doing as a sport. And you kind of then start linking the idea of, okay, well, there's going to be an imbalance there or this could happen. You know, if someone sat at a desk, the range of motion overhead is going to be a little bit poor on the basis that they're sat hunched over at a desk all day. And it's not necessarily everyone, but nine times out of 10, I'm like, when I see someone like the range of motion overhead, I'm like, do you work at a desk? They're like, yes. I'm like, all right. You know, certain things, certain things you see and it highlights people's weaknesses. And I think as what Ryan said is, you know, accessory works is important for a lot of people because we're not here to just go, right. Okay, cool. Let's see if we can get your back squat to 130 kilos. It's been 90 kilos for ages to get there. We need to do the, we need to do the accessory work. And as well for people to get better and people to perform better. And primarily we're a strength and conditioning gym. The accessory works very, very necessary for us to for people to gain strength and as well come out come out of the gym knowing that they've done a bit of work and then improving their basically their way of life if someone's got a really bad back it usually then points i'm like okay so how tight are your hamstrings how tight are your glutes can we then try and eradicate that tightness by doing some accessory work or doing some stretching to then you know, alleviate a little bit of that, little bit of that pain yeah. coming out of a gym where someone will go, well, I shouldn't be doing deadlifts because I got a bad back. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's probably something. You, down you know, there, we, isn't there? like if they've got a bad back. Yeah, where, yeah, 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 where the where we are, we are the people that have you know researched and looked into this science stuff, and we've been educated knowing what it is. So when someone says, I can't really do deadlifts because I got a bad back, it's like, okay, you can't do deadlifts. You, you're saying you can't do deadlifts because you got a bad back is quite for me very contradictive you know we need to find out first why you've got a bad back and what's causing it i wouldn't necessarily say it would be the deadlift it probably is a weak back or what's ryan was touching on before about being core it could be a weak core that is causing that because as ryan said it's anywhere from the knee to the shoulder it's not necessarily the core isn't that those luscious abs that everyone's trying to chase for which you know it, it literally is, you know, the whole of the uh, anterior and posterior chain. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah, and there's different things as well. Like you're saying, you need to find out what your weaknesses are. Obviously, if you, the back hurts a lot of the time, then obviously it's quite obvious you've got a weak back or something, something like you just, or you just say something's connected to your back is putting issues. But things like, if you constantly keep bailing forwards in a squat, 
it's most sort of like likely going to be your core. You can't keep that bar up. Or if it's like if you're, on a, yeah. if you're doing a back squat, you keep bailing the bar over the top of your head. You can't keep your back up. It's your posterior chain where you need to work on all those, like everything's going down the back side of your body. So it's things like if you're not sure, have a think about what sort of things you find difficult or that keep failing or even like if we remember and you you like um what i've listened to the podcast yeah you guys if this is a podcast <laughs> you want to know what things you can work on um we're more than happy to help yeah. out and maybe point out we're not going to be like you shit at this you shit at that but obviously we'll just give you some guidance on what things you can improve on i like to kind of see accessory work as kind of like um building up your body armor mm-hmm. so it's kind of like your 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 you're helping your, your body like just get through life and do workouts without pre- preventing more injuries and things because again like I keep repeating myself but if you've got imbalances or weaker smaller muscle groups if you start fatiguing and you start cutting corners then you're going to pull something or hurt joints and things like that so it's, it is really important to do uh, a lot of accessory work and things like um you don't do much here because of the equipment and stuff but like uh, odd object training is really good because with a barbell usually all like a dumbbell you usually incorporate the same muscles each time because the weight's quite evenly distributed but if you've got an odd object like a i don't know a sandbag or a big yeah, atlas stone something that the weight shifts a little bit it's a little bit more awkward you are going to incorporate a lot more of those smaller muscle groups because if you're like a bit of balance or things like that so and also you pick if you're shifting like if someone's got a, one of those big old massive TVs and like for me it's your granddad's got to go like can you shift the TV you can't you can't do like an easy deadlift who's fucking TV <laughs> even shifting well like you know what I mean like in everyday life it's not going to be like where you sit up easy exactly yeah to pick it up and, and then move something you might be might be halfway up the wall or you can't get like a flat completely flat back or in, in, like engage all your muscles before you're lifting so it's really important to prepare your body I guess for all these different things that you might yeah. you might come ac- come across in life not just in the gym well that's what yeah. I was just about to say you said about like building all these like muscle groups to help prevent get better at workouts but again it, like you just then said it again <laughs> yeah. um, about preventing yourself outside as well like yeah. we come here obviously to get fit but we us as coaches we, we want you to get better inside then be even better outside do you know what I mean? We want you to, when, when you do venture, when you start to get older, you know, you, your joints are a lot stronger than being sat at home. You know, your muscles are stronger. You can, you can live a little bit longer. You can, you know, chase your kids around the garden. You yeah. can help, you know, your mom, your dad, your grandparents or whatever. You know, you can help them out. Um, instead of getting, carry, carry yeah, exactly. Getting off, <laughs> getting off the sofa and you, you think, oh, my back's yeah. killing me. Oh, my back's killing me. Um, we, at the end of the day, we don't want that. And these little accessory stuffs are like 10 times better than doing like some of your main um, compound movements. You know what I mean? They're going to help all these little, add all the little dots together. Um, yeah, like you said, like your body armor, you think of, think of it as your body armor is perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean, if you have that, like the first thing you do, do you know what I mean? When you, if you have, not the first thing you do, but um, do you remember them, what's it called? The dot, you know, when you have the, all the dots and you join them together to make a picture. Dot to dot. Yeah, dot to dot. 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 <laughs> to dot. Mostly you'll start around the outside to get the the, the good picture, the, the the kind of outline of it. Yeah, and that's what okay. we kind of do with deadlifts, back squat, and all that stuff. And then all the oh, accessory right, yeah, stuff that. brings that picture to life. 
It's exactly the same with us. Do you know what I mean? We do all the deadlifts, we do all the squats, we do all the strict press. That's going to build the the core strength now. The little accessory stuff is going to put all that all link all their muscles together and make the full armor and your full body to its full potential. I think shoulders I think shoulders are probably the most common upper back it's probably one, yeah. it's probably on par with your with your glutes and hamstrings um, but yeah your upper back's probably the most common imbalance due to phones laptops and just people's yeah. life to life stuff now people every, you don't really see a lot of people sat upright you barely see people sat fully upright you know in chairs or whatever everyone's always hunched over so shoulders that fr- that thoracic you know what i mean that's where yeah. all this thoracic what that's lovely what about what about little muscle groups that don't necessarily didn't get get neglected like the rotator cuff and stuff like yeah. that that don't you can't strengthen through the mode of doing uh, like let's say compound lifts or even so they, they come yeah. under a lot of I know what you mean yeah they come under a lot of stress so you know any banded stuff or time under tension is going to then try and create a little bit more muscular fatigue through that movement and strengthen it up uh, like- and also as well what, what Street touched on then before was about um, you know you might be weak in the shoulders, but that might not be the underlining issue. Mm-hmm. There might be something that's going on in the scapula or something that's going on in the traps that you're not too sure about. So it's all about making sure that all the bases are covered and trying to over, uh, you know, over, over, not overanalyze, but analyze what's really going on and how can you combat what the problem yeah. is. You might not even be in that area. It could be your hip. You know what I mean? It could be, that's could it. be your hip. Could be, it could be down, down to it. It could just be your ankle. You know what I mean? It could be absolutely anything. Mm-hmm. What yeah? What you just spoke about then? Like my ankle was rolled, but it went into my hip on the basis that my ankle was generally weak, which means that I'm not walking right. So I would be walking predominantly on my right foot, which would then mean that once my left starts fatigue, it would then you know it fatigue more because yeah, it's weaker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not always like the main. Like you think of it, you think, oh well, I rolled my ankle, so I need to work on ankle stuff. And it's obviously mm-hmm. it's travelled up your leg to your hip. And... Yeah. I mean, you've got other problems to kind of lie in with that as well. So, accessories yeah. stuff isn't fun, and it's hard to kind of pinpoint as well what what you kind of need to, to actually. Yeah. And it does take it; it takes time. Um, again, like you've all, you've all said, like especially what Nick said, like if you want to, you come stuck it stuck with one of your compound movements, and then accessory yeah. stuff has to, and you've not been doing accessory stuff, you need to add it in. I mean, you need to build that that stronger midline, that core. You know what I mean, it, as well, even yeah. even uh, mobility. Mobility comes in this session, uh, session stuff as well. I was about to say, I was about yeah. to say, what well, my question was going to be, do you count mobility as Yeah, history? exactly, because yeah. if you're doing yeah. deadlifts, and you know, I mean, you, again, you get to, stuck to a point, and 
Um, again, your hamstrings can be tight. Do you know what I mean? You, you're not you're not getting the full range of it. So yeah. the shorter your muscles are, the the weaker they're going to be. The longer they are, the more stretched they are, the more stronger yeah. they're going to be. So I mean, uh, body love the ability for yeah. so many things. Like it's squat. You can't get into a bottom squat. Well, mostly it's probably because you've got super tight ankles or hips, and that's yeah. something you need to like sit down and work on. Like I get a couple or. Listen to our squat podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Know a little bit more. Episode, I can't remember now. <laughs> Two or three, maybe. Um, probably about four, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, mobility. Like, I don't know. Yeah, mobility is definitely accessory to me. It 100%. Is accessory work. But I see it separate in that. I feel like you, you do accessory work and mobility. You can't like, yeah. sub one for the other. I feel like you should always still do it. Maybe not like have to do times like every single day yeah. but like at least to have some like points at some point i'd say again like you have your compound lift that's gonna get you that raw strength and then you're gonna get your mid your accessory stuff that's gonna add that extra bit of strength and then your mobility again is like the top like if you look at the pyramid You've got your compound movements, that's your foundations, that's your deadlifts, your back squats, your shrimp press. Then you have your, your second floor, that's your mobility, that's going to get you even better. And then your mobility, that's going to be the top of the pyramid. Um, obviously, not throwing in nutrition or anything here, we're not going down that route. But um, then your mobility at the top is where then it's going to put, it's going to line everything in the right position. You know what I mean? You, yeah. You're going to be getting to depth because you're more flexible. Then your muscles are going to get strong, even stronger. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, or you could probably even flip that upside down for some people if you're in a worse case scenario. If you're really immobile, flexibility probably wants to be at the bottom. Mm. So then you get more flexible, then you get more strength, and then you get your accessory at the top. Um, again, like we've just said, it depends on your weaknesses. and Everybody's different. So if you have, if you're really immobile, then doing some accessory stuff is not going to really help like you need to be working mainly focusing on uh, mobility and then yeah. accessory stuff as you said kate is splitting it to, into two yeah um but then if you are more flexible and then you, you deadlift or whatever is not getting stronger then you need to introduce um, some accessory stuff um, yeah. with mobility and um, but like you said splitting the mobility and accessory stuff up i'd put mobility down as like well-being like just it's just general health it's just yeah. general health just making sure you're flexible yeah uh, being able to walk yeah. walk straight yeah. with your shoulders back exactly. and uh, yes yeah, so i think it does yeah. i think the mobility and accessories, accessories does well uh, if not one and the same but like go hand in hand for sure yeah exactly um, i was gonna say at least that's my favorite quote i think i can't remember all of it but like mobility leads to better positioning which leads to strength i think there's another one in there somewhere yeah that's that's one of my faves because it's obviously if you can't if you're not getting in the right position, then you're going to be working with like creating more issues for yourself and yeah. not getting that 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 the strength that you can do if you were in that better positioning. So, and uh, one thing I've not really touched on, but we have talked a little bit like upper back, but um, spine mobility, thoracic spine, yeah. is huge for me. So like anything overhead, if you've got like a really tight thoracic your upper part, of your spine, well, you can struggle quite a lot. And then it's just, oh. Oh, because I, I love a I love a, like spine mobility session. Just feels, because my back cracks a lot. I don't know if you guys ever like. Yeah, my lower back does. Like so it's, my, it's always like my upper, like somewhere in the middle, some part of my T spine is always cracks. Always just love stretching it out, especially after when you wake up in the morning, you feel a bit stiff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously, there's you can work on any part of the body really for accessory work, but 
my three would be core, upper back, shoulders, and um, I just forgot what my last one was then. Mobility. Core, upper back, shoulders, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just say mobility. What it was now. Yeah, yeah. Mine's pretty much kind of like I said the the core. But again, it's just finding your your weaknesses. Yeah, it's finding your weakness and where what your goals are. What what or does it? It lies down to basically the basics. What your goals are, what your weaknesses are. Um, Do do you want it? Yeah. What what? Are are you going for a a weightlifting comp? What's then? You know what I mean? You're looking at two lifts. Um, what what's your what's your um, weaknesses in there, and then you work on towards them for accessory. If you're just general in general, like just coming in just to keep fit and healthy, then you want to kind of shine at every single accessory movement we do. Just to keep... thing is as well, like you got like. Go on, sorry. No, I was just saying, like just to keep everything in check, and like, you don't want to not do something to the full potential. You want to kind of just not, not half-ass it. You want to try and do as much as you can at everything if you're just coming in for general fitness and health because even though it might seem boring, it's going to help you a lot outside. Like you said. Oh, yeah, yeah. How am I going to get a better front time? <laughs> How are you going to get a better front time? What, by doing accessory stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so you if can we, look if at... We were to talk, if we were to... Ankle mobility. I'm, well, I'm, yeah, all right. <laughs> well, for then, yeah. Okay, now if we do that, then okay. if we're going to go for a better front time, for one, we're going to have to have a look at your front time, mm-hmm. have a look at a goal, see what time ta- what time you get, what goal do you yeah. want, and then it would have to be under review to mm-hmm. have a look at where your weakness is. So if it's pull ups and you can only just do two yeah. keeping pull ups, then it looks like it's going to be either your midline or pulling strength that you need to have a work on. Um, if it's mm-hmm. your thrusters, then you look mm-hmm. at what area it is. Is it the, the squat element or is it the overhead element? Mm-hmm. Again, like this, again, we've just opened mm-hmm. up a big can of worms of this so much. Yeah, because there's, yeah. there's transitions and everything else. But let's say, for example, transitions are on point. Then you kind of want to have a look at, right, okay, so how are we going to improve our front time? What, as you said, what's the problem? Okay, the thrusters are the problem. Yeah, because yeah. it's going to be let's one or the, the other, isn't it, really? So you were... Yeah, so then we would say, okay, so how would you exercise thrusters? I generally would do some thrusters and yeah. I'd do maybe an EMOM, okay? Try and then get better at transitioning, get better at um, the fluidity of the movement. So instead of going through your first 21 and you stop at 11 and you think, okay, well, I'll take that little rest bite and then hit that 10, hit that 21, and then, you know, that's how we're going to increase the capacity of the movement. Again, like street just touching, I've got really bad ankle mobility, as, you, as we were touching on before. Maybe for me, it was to, okay, let's improve your thruster by being able to move better so it's not going to fatigue the smaller muscle groups that are causing the problem of your squat. Um, stuff like that. So, you know, it's not just necessarily trying to hit a big lift. It's trying to perform better yeah. at, at, the, at, the, at the workouts, at the performance-based movements, as well as it just not... You know, not just being well. Can I get a two hundred yeah. kilo deadlift? For Fran in as well, my dream. It's not something we don't really touch on too much and stuff. But like breathing work, knowing when and how to yeah. breathe, especially on a thruster. Yeah. Because yeah. People have a two minute front. I always joke like they didn't breathe; they just held their breath and went. But it's important because it's so gassy and mm-hmm. so high intensity. If we don't, we're going yeah. into training yeah, zones, then, then aren't we? Really? I was like, obviously, sometimes the more fatigued you are, the more you need to breathe. But things just like thinking about when you should breathe out, when you should take that, catch that breath, 
people always rest at the, at the middle of a thruster mm-hmm. and I'm always like, no, you want to rest at the top when your, when your chest is open, you can breathe more and then go down and go drive that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you're getting crushed at the bottom, it's hard to breathe. So again, you need to work out that bottom position. Yeah. If you can't get your head through at the top, then you need to look at your shoulders and your back. That that then comes from yeah. our expertise knowing that what what the workout and what the movement does so obviously you know that if you're in a front squat you're restricting yeah. your breathing you're elevating your heart rate which makes the workout worse to do and then again if you're doing a fran and it's strict pull-ups with fran you're not getting the same stimulus as what you would do so you would then try and progress the pull-ups so you've been then going to get quicker and perform yeah. better at pull-ups but but then again like just yeah just looking at a simple workout that's where i might go you know what for me to get better at front, I need to do more pull-ups. Uh, it's not just as simple mm. as I need to get better at pull-ups. It's like you need, mm. if, that, if that's your goal to go, right, I want a three, two-minute front, you need a professional coach to kind of analyze every part of that, that workout, every single movement and every single element of that movement to see where you're, you know, you know what I mean? If that's, that's your goal, it could be running, it could be cycling, could be anything but that's what we do as coaches for the whole uh-huh. crossfit itself every workout we try and analyze everything to try and help you gain as much as you can um especially like when we do pts as well when people come to have ask for specific goals we try and analyze every single part and again it's one of them it just takes time right i know a lot of people want it here now but it just takes takes a long time to build all these small little muscles and all these again like you said then nick when katie was talking about you said energy systems there's another thing again you know what i mean that's another accessory stuff if you're working at endurance or running or anything like that you know you've got three different energy systems you could be working on again that's another accessory Mm -hmm. these yeah And sometimes you'll, see, you'll, you'll probably do a workout and you might not even know it was an accessory. Like when we did the sprints on the running, do you know what I mean? A couple of, a couple of months ago, you know, with the 100-meter sprints and then the 200-meter sprints. See, that's oh, yeah. kind of an accessory work to your long-distance long distance, uh, running or your, again, yeah. to look at your... Exactly, I was yeah. going to look at your short, gym. Your yeah. short uh, capacity, you know, for workouts when we're in the gym, like... It's, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, capacity, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. It's not just picking up weights and bodybuilding. No. Uh, yeah. It's a whole, a whole bunch of things. But yeah. Uh, I, anything yeah. else? We recommend accessory work. Yeah. Have a break. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. That's sometimes how we're you don't even know that you're doing it. Like, there'll be some, yeah, exactly. there's some elements that, we, that I've been put in the program that you might not even know it's an accessory. Like we just said, yeah. running them, then little sprints. So yeah. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna move into so much when you come into a workout, and so on. Yeah, sure. So if you ever come into a class and you're like, yeah. why are we, uh, why are we doing this, or why do I need to do stiff leg deadlifts, all these sort of things, then hopefully you've listened to the podcast and yeah. you now find out know why. Um, yeah, cool. Um, I've pretty much did well on the day. You guys yeah. realize anything else? No. Oh, that's oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. It's been so well that I forgot about a pet peeve. I've got a pet peeve already. It's just. Yeah, oh, well, it's probably the same as everyone else. When you ask, for a, do- when you ask for a donut and you get a cupcake, on, what man. the hell? <laughs> oh, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I, 
you were both indecisive on what 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 you wanted. You wanted Greg's. I wanted mate, they were like twenty quid for a donut. Given. No, they weren't. Exactly, mate. I could get six donuts, mate. I could get a quid for next door. <laughs> well, apparently, <laughs> waitresses don't do donuts. They didn't. I looked everywhere. I looked everywhere. They, they didn't do. Have any. Um, well, fine. That's the last time you get a muffin for free from me. Um, uh, what's your, your pet peeve, Nick? Uh, yeah. Not being open. Yeah, being able to go down yeah. to the pub and have a drink. Yeah. Fucking joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's the pet peeve. Yeah, just not being able to train as many, as many members mm. as we can at the moment with the, with the limits on people being around. Just like, obviously, we, we want to get as many people in the gym as or training as we can. So obviously, we're, we're just as annoyed about it as you guys are. Um, uh, yeah, just just a bit weird. Like, are we in lockdown? Are we not in lockdown? What's going on? Nah. No one seems to know what's happening. We're not in, lo- <laughs> we're not in lockdown. Lockdown's gone. It's gone. <laughs> It's on, yeah, the gym's the in gym, lockdown. The gym's right. in lockdown. But... Else is I like how the, I like how the government wants us to get pissed and go overweight and not help our mental health by opening up gyms. It's yeah, Macadies is open. It's a joke. It's open a while ago. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, overall, I'm, I'm a pet peeve is probably uh, Greg Glassman for a little while, but he's gone now, so that's good. Mm. Um, well, I did. I didn't know. I didn't know. Did you know this? That he's already done something like this before. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't what, know. Sexist, sexist, no, sexist, no, sexist. no. That he stepped down. Oh. He stepped down a couple of years ago. He oh. Ste- he stepped oh, he stepped down. down. Yeah, he stepped down. Place, and then he just then went. I'm going back, and just returned. Oh. Yeah. We can't. Eat, yeah, that's different. Yeah, he can't go back. He can't go uh, back. I'd like to know how much he bought it for. Because I was listening to TTT podcast. He talks about it. He talked. He was just. I was on the ride in this morning. He was talking about. He's already done stuff like this. But this was way before he sold it and everything. This was like weeks ago. And way before yeah. all this shit. Did he step down up. because he said something or just because he stepped down? No, he did. No, it no, was. No, um, what did he say now? Um, he'd done something the same. Uh, and someone just like said, I'll step in, in his place and step to his place. And then a couple of months after, he just went, No, nah, I'm stepping back in. Good old Eric. He'll sail us to victory and uh, good, uh, hopefully. good things. Hopefully. Mm. Hopefully. Cool. Well, yeah. thanks guys for listening. Do you guys have anything else before I sign off? Next one, double unders, because we messed it up. <laughs> double unders 2.0. Yeah, well, did we? I can upload it if you want, and everyone could just have it. Was just, every time I. It was just shit audio. Yeah. We'll redo it. Well, hey, our first two. Do you want me to upload it? Audio, I yeah, we'll no, 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 no. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get some if, quality if, on if, it. If everyone ever has a, something, a topic they want us to talk about or, or discuss, feel free to tell one of us. No one's ever said. No one's ever. <laughs> you said it's every week. Don't want. Ten listeners. <laughs> yeah. um, cool. Well, hopefully, well, thanks, hopefully the audio could get better because now we can go to somewhat of a meetup next week, you know. Yeah. It's true, so yeah. we might yeah, be able to invest yeah. in some more speed headphones, uh, actual speakers, and. This, this, is right. this is even bad. This is even bad. It's all right. It's right. We'll, we'll get yeah. some feedback from our, our avid listener. I want, Alex, I want, I want and Dougie, listener. Dougie and Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Dougie and Alex. <laughs> and Simone. Oh, yeah, so and Simone. Simone listens. She doesn't. And Vicky now. Just yet. For fuck's sake. How do I say listening to this? <laughs> <laughs>
She is my advice. I know if you want to listen to her for another 40 minutes extra. Right. Well, thanks, guys. It's nice. I'm baking. Um, next yeah. week, we're back for listening. Thanks, guys, very much. Peace. Peace. Oh, jinx. Peace.